Okay, welcome to episode two of Design on Purpose. Um, today we're going to talk about brand and what is brand, um, yeah, what that means in today's terms in, in, uh, in the branding world. Um, and we're just going to explore and chat about yeah, what, what the different aspects of branding is and the, and the different sort of ideas behind it. Um, yeah. So, Rix, what is brand? Well, uh, brand is everything. It's, um, it's definitely changed a lot uh, in the last um, 10 years or so, um, especially. But it's, uh, it kind of encompasses everything. It's kind of like when you do like a, like a UX course or something like that, what they'll usually show you is like a big, like all these different things of the business with a big kind of circle around it and saying basically everything is user experience or like everything mm. is part of that experience because um, it's looking at it in a holistic view. And, and, I, and I think brand is very much the same way. It's, um, it's everything every experience, every feeling, every kind of touch point or interaction that you have with an organization, whether it's, it's even working there as an, as an employee and what it feels like to be within the organization to, um, you know, what it feels like to walk into a, a branded environment or a store or what kind of music is playing or, mm. you know, and, and obviously it goes into the, to the literal kind of the most obvious things like the logos and the and the colors and the types but it's kind of it's so much more broad than yeah. the actual visual identity which i think a lot of people kind of get hung up on is that that is the branding mm. but it's just so much more than that yeah and i think that's definitely something we come across often is like how do you so if, if someone comes to us and says oh we need a rebrand and what that is it's like well, well what is what is that um is is it a rebrand or are we evolving a current brand like there's already a brand that exists um and it's kind of like unpacking what is yeah what is the brand because um people some yeah as i say some people think it's a lot it's, it's actually what we look like and a lot of the time we discover that it's not really about the outside like first in order for, to create the outside of the brand the actual stuff that you can see the visual aspects of a brand like the logo color palette typography photography direction all that sort of stuff art direction um, first you need to know like for us anyway we need to know and also for the company or the, the organization to know who, who they are in order to create a, a brand because yeah, what yeah. a brand is essentially it's communication as well right it's like every little bit inside that broad sphere is a, is a message or some sort of piece of communication that's a, 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 um, a non-visual um, message it's something that you can't like that's intangible you can't see it it's something internal that is then getting projected outwards through um, visual branding uh, so yeah, so I guess brand, like we are looking this up before, like where the word brand uh, in essence just means to uh, show ownership of something through a mark. Um, so yeah, like branding cattle or, or putting a mark in pottery, um, in, in clay. It's a, it's a way to be able to identify, um, at, a, at the very essence, is to a way to identify where the thing that you're interacting with or experiencing comes from but now these days it's like yeah it's 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 much more complex than that it's like mm. if you uh 
if you get a product or um, yeah, like Apple for instance, like if you put a different logo on an Apple product, you can still tell it's Apple, right? So the branding is actually so deeply ingrained, or the experience, like rocking up to a store. Yeah, even if there was no logo around, it's like the the, the language, yeah. the way that people present themselves that work for the company and, and identify with, with the brand or the, the company itself. Um, there's so many little intangible, uh, I guess, c complex little bits that are now part of your brand. It's not yeah. just the stamp. Um, to show where, but it still is a stamp to show where something's com coming yeah, it's like, from. It's like you get on but it's, it's not so obvious anymore. It's like you get on an airline, like um, Singapore Airlines, for example, and they bring you like those hot towels, and they have mm. a certain scent to them. But that that is yeah, brand because branding. that smell is like attached to that brand, and that is yeah, part of their branding. Supposedly, Subway have the same thing with that smell you walk past. Yeah, that's branded smell. Yeah, it's pretty gross, but. Um. <laughs> It, it, that's interesting and it's kind of like I guess the, 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 di the dimensions of brand have changed so much mm. uh, you know with, with um, the digital age it's like you know back in like Don Draper's day you would have a, a logo and it, it would be like on your you know your shop front or in your magazine article or your you know it, it printed material but and it's kind of like one dimensional and mm. but now it, there's so much more depth to it because it can't be static. It's got to. Mm. It's got to have its own kind of voice and movement. And uh, you know, there's so many more layers to to a brand these days mm. than what you would have had back back in those days. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I guess back in those days, it was more reliant on printed material in order to market something, which is the f one of the first stages to engage with a, a brand. But yeah. now it's like there's so many different ways to engage with an audience. Um, so there's all these different styles or different avenues of branding that yeah. all relate and all work together to create a brand experience. Yeah. Um, that just that made me think about like brand as well. These days, it's like there's so many different options. Like back in Don Draper's day, you know, there's um, there's only a few companies selling. You know a, a similar product. Like if it's a washing detergent, there's there's the washing there's the main washing detergent brand. These days, it's like there's hundreds of thousands of washing detergents that you can potentially choose, and it's up to um, the company and the brand to just to uh, create a point of difference for themselves that is going to relate to uh, their potential customers yeah, or right. their audience, right? Because the product design is also the brand, right? Like the design of the actual product is the brand. It's like if let's if you're looking at what like washing detergent that like you just brought up, it's like you know even the the way like is it eco-friendly mm. um is it made of you know natural um ingredients and you know that essentially the makeup of that is the brand which then is then reflected in the packaging the products, and the messaging yeah. and everything so it's all kind of it's all brand yeah it's all brand it's all it's like brand reflects the business or the organization and and vice versa it's like the brand is like there's a lot of things that are business decisions too that are more strategic, but it, they come through in the brand and also the, the other way around. Um, business models brand. Business models brand exactly. You can have a business model that can be used as an experience or a way to um, communicate or, or yeah to communicate with the outside world. That's gonna people are gonna um, mm. resonate with if it's something yeah innovative or something um, more socially conscious. Uh, that's, yeah, progressive that's, ways of doing things 
they might not have anything to do with what the company looks like. It might not even it could be a company that doesn't even really rely on a logo as their you know identity. It's more about their message and their values primarily to get that first sort of mm. um, to get the ball rolling and really make stand out in that that sort of sea of um, similarity. Yeah, that's interesting, and and it has been kind of eye opening since working with some of our clients, like how when we go into this work together they don't they don't understand that 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 brand encompasses so much mm. like company culture and product design and some of the other things that we've kind of touched on but it and it, and when you see that kind of click in their head of like you know how it how it just it, it is it's it, it 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 is a part of the whole kind of structure and um foundation and it and it's yeah, it just it's funny to have those conversations, and I yeah. think I think um, Philippe um, said, um, you know, it's it's leadership, business model, brand are like the three kind of key things um, mm. to have a successful organization. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't realize it. He said, I thought it was leadership and business model, but it's actually leadership, business model, and brand. Mm. Yeah, that is that is interesting, because yeah, a lot of like, and we're, we're obviously really passionate about this, but it's like the whole cultural aspect, like how do you build a culture within an organization? Like that's a good move for business too, to drive an outcome, but it's also, it's all branding. It's like how, it's, it's, it's how people relate to one another and also with the organization, within the organization and then externally again. And then, yeah, then there's even other things like brand artifacts that drive culture and, and other elements like that, like having physical, um, tools or uh, artifacts that relate to the maybe the founding story of the organization or to some sort of um, belief system or value that is physically in the presence of, of uh, a working environment that stimulates that and, and keeps driving it and, um, and bringing the attention back to the brand message and the, mm. and the core values of the organization. Um, we, love, we love our... Um, <laughs> A lot of facts. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Um, yeah, and remember that. Remember that one office that we went to when we were in, in San Francisco, the yeah. Gusto office, and Gusto. they had, and you walked in, and it was a shoeless office. Shoeless and, office. And you and you got a pair of Gusto socks when you yeah. walked in there, and everyone in the office, like it was a massive office, huge. Huge, yeah. And um, in the dog patch there, and, and down near the water, and and the um, yeah, everyone was just in Maybe socks, and that's that's and that's even, and even the. Remember they did that presentation about the the interior design of their space that they yes. designs co-designed together within the organization. They were really driving like the whole objective was to how to embed the brand in the working environment, and they had all these different kind of things yeah. like murals, the way the desk, the different kind of working spaces, the like shop signage, like for yeah. all the, the the wayfinding. They had like motorbike helmets with like. Um, calligraphy or like sign writer sort of scripts that they would share around each month and it's like they were awards right like yeah they're awards yeah. yeah and that and they're the kind of things like that's branding like they're, they're things that's like for us we didn't work there we got invited into that space to to go to a, a presentation and we experienced the gusto brand gusto, yeah, gusto, yes yeah. and 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 here like even at we work it's like we, we we were lucky enough to travel around the states for a bit um last year and you know, we visited some of the other WeWorks in in some other um, cities, and mm. um, the feeling of them is very much the same across the board. Like they all have their little, you know, flavors um, based on the city, but the the 
the architect like the design interior design and the feeling of them that you feel like yeah. you're in architecture is their brand yeah uh, like it was founded by um or one of the co-founders was an architect so obviously that is that came through in what makes a we work look like a we work is the architecture it's yeah. very distinct um, and then other things even like with the with the staff and the, how they greet you and the and the you know the the ease of use and the consistency and mm. like you know walking in there and you know that you're going to instantly be ac- have access to the wi-fi and you've got um, the same app to book the same book rooms uh, you rock up to the to a similar looking building and off, off you go and like even that the technology the architecture they're all aspects of the WeWork brand right um, it's not really like yeah the logo is is something and it does mean something uh, for WeWork but um, that's not really what they're hanging on to as as a company is their their like visual or their graphic identity which also they do have a really distinct graphic identity too inside WeWorks, they have a lot of uh, similar murals. Black and white. <clears throat> Black and white. Um, but it's not so much about the logo, right? Um, it's, it's which the is full, wow, yeah. yeah, it's the full brain experience and also their mission, right? Um, which is also quite unique, like unique for in the co-working yeah. um, industry. So, okay, so how do you make sure that you choose the right kind of linchpin or the right kind of like core to to um to base all this this around like what what is at the center well yeah like what we what we've discovered there's a few things at the center but what's really at the center uh is is the purpose so having a clear purpose the the reason why you exist is a great place to start to um start defining your brand because once you're clear on your purpose it's very easy to um invite other people into your space or your brand or your company, um, your organization, and they're going to have, that's already creating an experience, right? right. And and the the experience that you create internally is the experience that you're going to project externally, right? So, um, I think, yeah. And it's it's like what we're talking about there, the purpose is like the the reason you exist, it's the difference that you're trying to make in the world. So for us, our purpose is is to to reach our full potential, and we and by enabling others to realize theirs. So that's about um, you know going through a, a co-design processes of of realizing their potential, but also in physically realizing it through the execution of a, a brand. Yeah. Um, and you know, like going back to the, you know we're talking about our lobster, like it, this is an artifact to us because it very much represents. Um, our passion for uh, purpose-driven organizations and, and um, developing brands based on purpose uh, because you know a lobster is a soft mushy creature it lives inside a, a rigid shell um, but it has to uh, go through a process of molting so it will actually outgrow its shell and while it's still inside and it goes through heaps of stress and has to push out the shell, push out the shell, and um, and during that time it's vulnerable, it's uncomfortable, it's got to hide under a rock, it's it's vulnerable to prey, um, but then when the shell grows back, it's like quite like significantly larger. So uh, you know, it's really yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about growing larger either. It's but like, it's, but, yeah, but it's about cre- creating a bigger shell for your yeah. organization to grow in, like more room to move. It's like. You don't necessarily have to be locked into a certain industry 
Um, but if you have your purpose, it gives you more freedom to create products and and um, relationships and different, you know, enter different markets based more on the purpose rather than, you know, you might start with one product and you work on that for a while and maybe you want to pivot, but you can't pivot because you've pigeonholed yourself into that particular um, business or business model or yeah. product or whatever it is. So that's how, that's why we our metaphor is is on the lobster. Yeah, and that, that's interesting too. Like with the per uh, basing brands are on on purpose from a visual aspect too, like from a logo aspect, um, brand marks. You can see a lot of <laughs> companies that will create a business, right? Like let's say it's a chair company and they put a chair in their logo. So that's not purpose driven, right? Because that's like, they're very much the what driven. So if suddenly new, new research gets shown and chairs are no longer good for you, you should be standing um, and they've got a chair in their logo, yeah, maybe that's cool, maybe it's not, but it's probably going to start sending mixed messages and it's not really setting yourself up for longevity and, and, um, and, and yeah, whatever the future brings. So, um, and that kind of brings me to a thought is that like a logo um, or an icon or a symbol or any of these things, they are just, when you look at them without context, they're just an image, right? They're just a, a graphic representation of something. Uh, can be abstract, can be... Can be um, uh, figurative uh, or literal sorry it's like but um, a logo is essentially like an empty vessel for a company to give meaning to or fill with meaning and bring life into uh, and that, the Nike logo at the beginning was a tick right but now we know this as this this whole movement um, with so many different like related to all these everyone's different things right? everyone's an athlete yeah it's like now now that has so much more meaning um, so it's about, it's about creating, it's not so much about creating something that is perfect or uh, it doesn't need, like these are, these, are, these are come after the fact, like creating something that's beautiful and, and um, yeah, aesthetically pleasing. There's some aspects of, of creating a, a nice logo or, or a nice brand mark, but um, before that is, yeah, it's really working out what is that what is a what is a, a symbol or a um, a device that we can grow into? Similar to with the lobster, it's like creating that space to grow within. Um, yeah, I think that's that, that's uh, that's powerful. It's cool. Mm. So I mean, I think that, that kind of is a good summary, first summary for brand. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know, next time we, we yeah, we can talk about this for a while. So we'll we'll uh, we'll. Think back and look at maybe listen back to this and work out some um, some more points or maybe if anyone has any suggestions or things that they would like us to sort of touch yeah, on uh, regarding brand or brand identity or purpose or anything like that. Um, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments or drop us a line um, and we'll sort of start fleshing these things out uh, in more detail um, as time goes by. So. Thanks for listening to the second episode of Design on Purpose. Uh, any last words? Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs>